Hey there, green future growers. Thanks for joining us today. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite Android app. And let's get growing. Hey, everyone. Jackie Marie Byer here. It is Friday, January 17th. And I have, I hope, some awesome motivation for you. It's like a little rant I kind of did in my car one morning on my way to work. But I also realized that when I really, I think I was just so exhausted last weekend and I was sick last week and I just couldn't keep up. And so I released the um, intro to, or, or like the promos for the Organic Oasis Masterclass that we're doing with Patty Armbruster. And um, oh, I just got off the phone with this awesome guy in Jamaica. I just did an interview and he sent me, I don't know, is it the sunrise or the sun? Yeah, it must be the sunrise. Maybe it was last night's sunrise. I don't know. But anyway, uh, totally off topic there. Um, I realized that it said, so I started the Organic Oasis Masterclass idea and promos and reworking it. Like I've kind of been working it all year, but especially since um, uh, November, like Thanksgiving. So it says that we're going to release the Organic Oasis Masterclass once a month. But then I thought it's better after talking to Patty that it's the six week, um, you know, let's do it in six weeks. And so I don't know. I want to know, what do you think? Would you rather it be six weeks and we just pound it out and go through it? Or would you rather have it be over the course of 12 months? Like Patty agreed to do a webinar once a month for the whole year. Or if we prefer it better, she thought that people might be more interested in like, you know, a bonus question and answer, like around planning time, another one around June. So maybe, you know, one towards harvest season. So I don't know. She, she said we should wait and see how it goes once people sign up and join it. So what, what is your preference? Would you rather have it be six months or would you rather have it be six weeks? Or do you like, like, I think it's nice to do all the studying now during the winter in the six-week course, go through the material. And then, as I said, like Patty will do the question and answer with us. And, you know, Mike and I are always here to answer questions as best we can, you know, in the Facebook group and stuff um, where it drips, you know, so then you have the 12 months to actually apply a lot of the lessons you learn. Because I'm telling you, it is a lot of material. And really, until you put the material into place, into your actual garden. But the first six chapters are really about, you know, the first six lessons are really about getting started, you know, coming up with your vision, doing the research to figure out what is your real vision, you know, making those SMART goals together. I mean, I know the challenge goes through the SMART goals in eight days, but, you know, in reality, until you start like, you know, doing more research, doing, putting things into place. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I hope you're as excited as I am. I hope you're enjoying the challenge. And then the other thing I have to add today is there, um, the other day when I was driving in my car, I was talking about garden dreams and like how Mike and I, like we never thought, you know, we were going to have our well and just different dreams that I've had and why I feel like I am a really good person to help you, um, you know, create your own organic oasis because I've reached a lot of my dreams. So 
it might be TMI, too much information about my life for you, or you might enjoy it. It might make us closer together. You know, I love when I hear certain podcasters talk about their lives. Like, I don't know where it came from, but I ended up with like 27 new podcasts, maybe because I'm driving for an hour every morning in an hour home. And just a lot of my favorite podcasters, I've binged on their stuff and gone through. And then I also like, I stumbled on these awesome plant-based diet um podcast that I'm really enjoying. I listened to this one. There's one she's called Party in My Plants. And she interviewed this fitness trainer the other day that was just amazing. She was talking about nutrition in ways I had never heard. And just, I feel like 2020 is going to be my year to slim down. Like, I am really going to do some research on that. Because, like, I had no idea that, like, when you're done exercising, I don't remember what she said. If it's, you're supposed to eat, like, 80% protein and 20% this, she tells you, like, how to take your weight and, like, multiply times kilograms and then divide that by 1.2 or something. And then that tells you how how many grams of protein you're supposed to have during your day and how much of that you're supposed to have within the first hour after you work out or otherwise you're like your muscles, like you've done all the exercise and then your muscles are going to go find that. It's like being almost counterproductive of your exercise. So I just feel like knowing so much of this information, like, so I've really been into that. I've like been finding some new teaching podcasts. Like there was this one woman I'm almost tempted to ask to come on the Organic Garden podcast because even though she talks about She's the financial fit teacher and she talks about being financially fit as a teacher because a lot of times teachers, you know, we don't get paid very much money um, at all. And, but I also feel like, you know, gardeners, we probably all struggle as a gardener. If you're a farmer's market person, maybe you're struggling there. And so um, I thought she might make a good guess. Plus, I feel like a lot of people that reach out to me at the Organic Gardener podcast are teachers. I feel like a lot of you out there are teachers. So I might reach out to her and see what she says. Plus, she's in Montana. And who knows? She might be a gardener. I mean, her and her husband, she sounds like a pretty amazing teacher. Although it did sound like they travel a lot during the um, summer months. I don't know. Anyway, uh, just some ramblings. And then, like, I did the recording in my car. So let me know what you think. And... Thank you so much for listening as always. I mean, I know your choices of what to put in your um, earbuds. It's just an honor to share my guests. I mean, I love my podcast. I feel like I've learned so much when I go back and look at my show notes and just things, pictures over the years. And like Mike and I are so excited like this because I, I, we got our house hooked back up to our old well. So now the new well will run the garden again next year. And I just think that's going to be a game changer. Like I felt like last year it was so hard to water my blueberries and my raspberries because the spigots that were near the garden were hooked up to the house and we'll have those spigots next year. And I just think, plus Mike won't be doing the remodel during planting season. So hopefully as long as the weather cooperates, which I am desperately, like I am you know, my prayers certainly go out to the people in Australia. And John Moore, I reached out to him and he and his wife are in Tanzania, so they're safe. But I think his daughter's on the mainland and he's very worried about where she's at. But I also worry that we could be in those kind of situations just not very long off come this August. Like, I hope we're not breathing smoke. Two years ago, we were breathing smoke in August and who knows, we could be breathing smoke from June through September in the future if um 
we have a lot of bug kill. We I posted some pictures on Facebook the other day where these giant trees blew over. Just uh, it's like a mile from my house. It is not very far where there was just this giant storm going through. Anyway, it is Friday, January 17th at 10 o'clock, and I am scheduled to go teach free garden course live in Eureka so I can learn um, more by talking to people in person what I can do to help people and just find out, I don't know. Anyway, um, to make free garden course dot com online better but i did redo that i finally like managed to pull that together and free garden course now is just a short 35 minute video one and done there are not 12 lessons anymore it does not take six hours to get through the content it's just all put together in one short it's the presentation it's based on the presentation i did it free the seeds things that people who went through free garden course have taught me and then again, like I said, you know, the Organic Oasis Masterclass is a lot of what was originally in Free Garden Course, but just like on steroids. So I hope um, either if you're interested or you know somebody who's interested in starting their own Organic Oasis or having an earth-friendly landscape, because again, our goal is to live in like an organic planet where we're all, you know, just taking care of our food and our health and our and mother nature and so definitely prayers out to everybody in Australia and the poor animals and just everything there and um thanks for listening everybody I hope you're having a wonderful 2020 and everybody who has been responding to the garden goals challenge and people I've been connecting with on Instagram it's just so fun like I feel like that Angie Gensler social media calendar was a game changer that combined with the meat Edgar thing that sends me the notifications that say post this but being able to do it all like in a big chunk of time plus the Angie Gensler she gives you these like pre-made questions but then I haven't even gotten a chance to promote these but I made like 75 all right no maybe not 75 yet because there's 52 so 30 I've made like 35 that I took like my own photos and made my own quotes based on things so you're going to start to see those soon too but it's just fun like seeing people like she had a question about like what's your favorite date night and like would you rather win a million dollars in cash or or what was it it was like a million dollars in Amazon gift cards or a hundred thousand dollars in cash and at first I was like, I would definitely take the cash because I thought it was cash saying I read it wrong because this is where I'm like so tired. I'm like falling over on my computer. And then then somebody said, no, I'd take the cash, even though it was only $100,000 cash because they wanted to pay off their bills, which I do think I would probably do in the end. Like if I could pay off our mortgage, it would be done, one and done. Um, but a million dollars in Amazon, I do do a lot of shopping at Amazon gift cards. But um, anyway, what were some of the other, I don't know, there's been like, you know, what could, was one food you couldn't live without? And where would you go if you could run away anywhere? Like I've been having all these reminiscences of Paris. Oh, I want to go back to Paris so bad and go to Giverny's gardens and see beautiful Giverny's gardens. But I'm going to be able to paint my garden hopefully this summer. Anyway, Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. And if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Either DM me on Instagram or, you know, post in the Facebook group or send me a message or write me an email at um, orgpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great day.
So I've mentioned before that one of the times I like to record the most is when I'm quietly driving in my car. And so I just listened to the first Garden Goals Challenge for 2020, day one that I posted. And all it makes me think is, so when I first started building my own online business, it was way back in 2013, going into 2014. So I quit school March of 2014 and was like, I'm going to make it as a children's books illustrator. And this is it. And awesomemontana.com online was going to be my website. And I was just going to focus on building children's books. Um, And long story short, I ended up with the Organic Gardener podcast. Um, Now, one thing you should know about me is way back in 2003, I have a five-year goal to work for Rodale's Organic Gardening Magazine in New York. And I actually even like applied to Columbia University to get into a communications program, got accepted, was going to get my master's. And one of the requirements to work at Rodale's and get, they have a paid summer internship is you have to successfully complete um, another internship. So in 2009, actually, I went to the UN And that's when I worked at Apple, if you didn't know that. I worked at Roosevelt Field Apple Store for a winter. Was there for the launch of the iPad. Was one of the very first people to ever hold an iPad. They passed it around my training team. You got to hold it for five minutes, open up one app, and then they said, go sell it. One of the funnest days ever. I kid you not. People were just lined up. They were like handing you. They're like, here's $2,000. Here's $2,000. Here's $2,000. Because you could only buy two. And they were $1,000 a piece. And they would bring their girlfriends And so it would be like a guy and a girlfriend or the girlfriend would bring her boyfriend, whatever. Like these couples would come in. There'd usually be like four of them and they would buy eight iPads and hand you over. And there was just cash all over the place. There were only two registers in the store. So this giant store, I think there were 180 employees at any one time working. Because I remember making cupcakes for my last day. So that's why I know that fact. Anyway, um, my mom and I put together 180 cupcakes. Anyway off track there. So I was working at the United Nations, doing an internship, working at Wolf so I could get this job for Rodale's gardening. I wanted to go to the university. I was going to go live in New York for a year, spend some time with my family, go to Columbia. And then you had to do this internship during the summer. And like, I was like determined I'm going to get hired on at Rodale's. And who would think that Rodale's doesn't even exist anymore? Like I remember going to their offices and like walking down, I'm pretty sure it was on 3rd Avenue and like seeing the big office and dreaming about the day I was going to go there. And it was just the greatest. I loved being in the city. I loved working at the UN. I was there for the commission for the status of woman 54. Hillary Clinton came and spoke, but I didn't get to go see her. I actually never got to go into the um, UN main Um, I attended the CSW and got to go to all sorts of little workshops, but I never got to go into the main thing and get to see a speaker. Um, But I was there from like October till March. And I'm so thankful that I did that because that was really the last time I got to hang with my dad. And I felt like after six months, um, they really knew me as an adult because I had left home. You know, I moved to Montana when I was 21. Mike and I were married when I was 25, going on 26. Um, I've only been home for... Is it three Christmases now and one Thanksgiving in 27 years? Mike and I will be married. 28 years we've been together. April, we always celebrate when I moved in in April, even though our wedding. I moved in April of 92 and we got married June of 93. But we've been together ever since that April of 91. 
kind of fell in love planting trees. If you don't know that story, it's so romantic. Anyway, I mean, who else meets their husband on a mountainside? Literally, Mike and I, like, I walked up. He was sitting there rolling a drum, and we got in this huge fight because I was like, we should never cut down another tree again. And he's like, you dang environmentalists. You, like, you know, we're cutting down these green trees and all these bug kill bull pine or um, lodgepole pine need to be taken out of here. And you guys, like, you know, you need to pay attention to what you're doing. Like, but he's, like, the hardest core environmentalist you ever met. So, anyway even though he does love to cut down trees, like his favorite thing in the world to do is go firewooding, like, and even cutting Christmas trees and thinning, like he just loves to, and it, and it like, it terrifies me every time he does it, like cuts down these massive trees. They're so huge. Anyway, off track there. I was talking about when I was, so 2013, I was teaching and I just, I was so miserable. It was so hard the expectations for teacher, it just wasn't me. And I was, anyway, so I left and I was tired of living on the east side away from Mike. I just got home. I just, and the money, I was like losing money hand over fist. I couldn't pay my rent. Like I remember giving my landlord my last check for rent in February. And the big mistake I made was this woman wanted to come share the house and she was going to pay the rent. Um, most of the rent. She had three kids and I should have done it. Like now on Facebook, we're such great friends, but some bad advice. People were like, you don't know this woman. Don't do that. You're making a mistake. Totally should have done it anyway. But when I was living in that house, I drew this picture. Somebody like one of the first podcasts I listened to was Michael Hyatt. And he talked about this book, write it down, make it happen. So I came up the phase, draw it down, make it happen. And then Michael Hyatt also talks about what can you do in 15 minutes a day? So I was determined. I drew every morning, I would get my colored pencils out, my sketchbook, and I would do a 15 minute sketch. And um, I drew a picture of me sitting in a bookstore in Paris because my dream had always been go to Paris for two weeks, sit in bookstores and read children's books because I thought that was going to be the best way for me to learn French. How do we teach kids how to learn to speak English? We read them children's books. So, and I have a very small assortment, but lovely assortment of children's books. So that was always my dream. And who would think two years later, I would actually go to Paris. Um, you know, and it had been my dream my whole life. And I never thought I was going to make it there. And then just circumstances came around. We had, I can't remember why we bought that Jeep, but we had bought a Jeep and the windows didn't roll down and we were delivering the newspaper in 2016 and so we sold the jeep and somehow i came up with that money and i got an incredible deal through expedia which you can still get i just saw the other day an even nicer apartment two blocks from the louvre fifteen hundred dollars to fly from montana to paris stay in an apartment not just a hotel for $1,500. And this time I was like, when I went, I went February and Monet's Giverny wasn't open. And this time I made sure Giverny was open. So like the ticket, it opens April 1st this year. So I was looking at a ticket like the end of March through April 14th, $1,500 all the way from Montana, hotel fare included, um, really nice apartment. So the nice thing about the apartment is you can cook your food. So you're not eating out all the time. Like when I went to Paris, I only ate out the day I got there. Cause you can't really check into your hotel till after three and you're on a plane all night long from New York. You leave New York at like five and get into Paris at like six in the morning. Um, and then, but I just walked around Paris and went to like this cute little coffee shop. My uncle had told me, he's like, you need to go here. Tried to find the Eiffel tower, got close, saw it. 
and then the next day I got to go to the Eiffel Tower, but I don't know, I'm just so homesick for Paris, or I don't know how you call it homesick, but, like, I'm reading the big novel by, um, what's his name, Edwin Rutherford, or Edward Rutherford, about Paris, I'm just homesick, and I've been, like, working on my paintings from there, and my point of this whole thing is if you have a garden dream you can do it I guarantee you Mike and I never thought we'd have a deep well and we sold our house in Cup Bank and paid for most of it you know if it would have only been 270 feet like we thought it was going to be and not the 560 we would have had it paid off um we did have to live for two years with the hole in the ground before we could hook it up that was another five thousand dollars so our 560 foot well cost 21,000 total 16 to dig it and then another five to hook it up but it's there and it's the best I mean it's just like I can't even tell you I remember when we got the shallow well back in 1999 and that was really cool but the the new well the pressure and and just to be able to grow all of our food is just incredible to not like I rarely have to buy any produce from August to November um you know maybe some fresh fruit but we get a lot of raspberries last year I planted blueberries but they didn't do so well because of our water situation but this year, the old well is hooked back up to the house. Mike managed to fix it this summer. So next year, we are going to be full on. We're going to have lots of water. And I just know it's going to be a great garden. So my point of all of this is, if you have a dream and you think you're never going to get it, I'm telling you, I never thought I was going to go to Paris. And the only thing that pushed me was I had my passport was going to expire that August. And after 10 years, and I had never been anywhere, I barely made it to Canada to get a stamp. And I was like, and it, and it just all fell together. And like, I spent less than 2,309 days, including all my food, all my gifts that I gave everybody. And it was even cheaper. Like, if two people went, the airfare in the hotel room was $2,000 instead of $1,300. So anyway, I'm just, uh, I love Expedia, I gotta say. Um, but most of all, I just want to encourage you to write down your dreams, draw your dreams, and we will go out of our way to make them come true. I mean, even me moving to Montana, you know, uh, if you don't know this story, when I was a little girl, like third or fourth grade, I read this book called Sasha, my friend, about this little girl whose mom dies in a car accident and they moved to her dad's Christmas tree farm in Montana. And ever since I read that book, I was like, I'm moving to Montana. And this character in the book lives in my county. Like, Lincoln County's a big county. She's down on the south end, whereas Mike and I are on the north end. But, like, I got really, really close. And I didn't realize that until I ordered the book off of Amazon, like, when I was an adult. Like, I, you know, I kind of forgot about it. I did get Montana Magazine all through high school. Never read the articles because it was boring history, blah. But I loved to look at the pictures. I would cut the pictures out. My walls were covered in Like, I knew I was moving to Montana from third grade. So... If you have a dream that you've ever wanted to make happen, like, I'm really good at helping you do that. And it all starts with coming up with a goal, writing it down, dreaming about it, drawing it. I'm telling you, it really works. So, little bonus extra 11-minute Garden Goal Challenge after I listened to this morning's Garden Goal Challenge um, for you. As you can tell, I've had a little bit of coffee. I'm driving in my car with my voice recorder through this incredibly mountainous snowy like when I first moved here I did not drive when Mike and I first got married I did not drive from November till May Mike did all the driving for the first at least 10 years of our marriage I mean even when I was in Browning he would drive me over on Sunday and drive back and he would come get me on Friday night and drive back and um 
that was the first year. Then the second year I would commute with a librarian. She would drive me to Kalispell and he would come meet me there for two years or some of the teachers. And then the last two years I drove by myself over there amazingly enough. And once I had a four wheel drive and then my last car was just my grand am two wheel drive. Um, but here I'm driving every day only 50 miles um, but often these could be the worst 50 miles but uh, I don't know somebody watches over me I've just been lucky and I don't take risks and my mom got me a really nice four-wheel drive jeep so I have that for emergency days but my Pontiac Grand Am actually does really well for a front-wheel drive with studded so tires anyway kind of off topic but I always dreamed about having a Jeep Cherokee and I love my Jeep like the Jeep Cherokee I have now is my dream car and I'm hoping it will last me I'm gonna baby this thing and hopefully it's gonna last me the rest of my life for a four-wheel drive if I can keep that Grand Am and that Grand Am has air conditioning that was dreamy coming back from the flathead this summer I don't know why I'm telling you all this have a great day write your goals I guarantee you you will meet them if you focus on them and it's something you really want it might take a long time but you can do it and I'll help you. If you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out to me. We're getting Garter Podcast at gmail.com or orgpodcast at gmail.com. Or since everything comes from Mike's Green Garden at gmail.com, I always monitor that email too. Have a great day. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener Podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener Podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening. And remember, grow local.